Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about how grandparents can be superheroes in the life of a teen. Grandparents hold a position in the life of their grandchildren that is seen as essential in their development. Mm. You know, at any level of participation, no matter what the distance is between a grandparent and a grandchild, a grandparent can convey a message of love and relationship that is unlike any other. And you know what I'm talking about, because when we started the program, you looked at me <laughs> and winked at me, and because everybody knows that you're now a grandparent. Yeah, but you know, he's not a teenager yet. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you got a little while to go. You know, but they can get from grandparents what they can get nowhere else. Mm-hmm. But here's the challenge. When a child becomes a teen and their social world expands, you as a grandparent will be the first to be eliminated should you not transition to the teen years. Okay. It's the greatest challenge for any grandparent to remain relevant in the life of a grandchild and to speak truth and wisdom and show love and concern for their life. They need you a lot more than you need them. And this is what you've got to do. Number one, grandparents, more than anything else, you got to show up <laughs> and engage. You know, I, I think a lot of grandparents have this idea, yeah, I'm going to retire and I'm going to, you know, buy an RV and go travel through Florida and play, you know, shuffleboard the rest of my life. Kids and, don't need me anymore. Grandkids are older. They don't need right. me anymore. Well, they do need you. They need you desperately. I think that's the reason that all of us are living a little bit longer. Now, I started having grandkids when I was in my 40s. And so it's a little bit different because mine are older. And so now I get, as a 64-year-old, I get to enjoy them being at college and, and stuff. But it's interesting to me that the relationship that I have with my grandkids... I've got to work on. I can't just think that it's going to happen. I've got to show up. I've got to plan my schedule. I've got to make sure that I'm attending. I am so sick of watching baseball games and volleyball games. <laughs> I, I'm so sick. But I go not to see that. I go to be with my grandkids. Yeah, that's important. Because I want them to know that I care deeply about them and what they do so that they'll learn to lean on me without me having to push myself on them. Yeah, well, they're not mutually exclusive, are they? Grandparents can have fun in life and still be available to their grandkids. Well, I can tell you that the grandparenting thing is a lot more fun than the parenting thing. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you this, too, that a grandparent isn't just another parent on steroids. This isn't that you correct them all the time and you, you, you spend a lot of time listening. And then you listen a little bit more. Then you listen a little bit more and just a little bit more. Teens want to be heard. And they live in a culture that's very bad at listening. So these critical conversations that they need never happen unless we're willing to invest time into smaller conversations that build trust with them in some way. And so that's where I spend a lot of time listening. And I do not give my opinion or offer input unless they ask for it. And so sometimes they won't say anything and I'll just go, I mean, they'll be telling me something. And I said, are you asking for an answer or do you want my opinion? And my granddaughter, my oldest one, has said, neither. (laughs) And I go, then you won't get any then. Mm. And I leave it. They want somebody to listen to them because that's how they process their thoughts. But they have to know that we're willing to listen. Why do they open up to us then? Well, because no, because everybody else has to correct them. Everybody else has to follow the rules. And I, I don't. My grandkids come to my home. I want it to be a place of rest. 
And so when they come to my home, I do not correct them. I don't tell them what they're wearing is wrong, where they park their car, how they're treating. So I, I don't. I, I have said I am not going to do that. When they walk into my home, I want them to be encouraged. I want them to know that I love them dearly. I'm going to shower them with a, with a, with a great sense of value. I'm going to cook their favorite meal. We're going to violate the rules on how much ice cream to eat and, and what cookies to eat and all that stuff. But I'm going to engage with them, and I'm intent on listening to them. Mm -hmm. I don't share a thing about my life, what TV program I'm on, what radio, what's your new... They don't care about any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I never talk medical issues with them. You, you know that you're talking too much about medical issues, grandma and grandpa, when, you're, when your grandchild says, and then what did the doctor say? <laughs> I mean, and it's, it pours them to death. You know, talk to a dog and, and let the dog listen to your stuff. Listen to your grandkids. This is nothing against parents, but is it easier for grandparents to show unconditional love, at least a sense of that to the teen? Well, I don't have to balance between this rule thing and maintaining rules. That's why it's easier. And consequences. I, see. I, I just get to love them. And and that's a I think that's a reward for being a good parent. That's not that, what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a reward for being a good parent so that I don't have to do that stuff anymore. I can, I can send them home when I want. I can keep them. I can love on them. Now, I'm talking about teens. Mm -hmm. Now, I correct the younger ones. Oh, of course. I mean, I, yeah, I will sure. do that. I'll say, that's inappropriate. You shouldn't be doing Of course. But when they get older, that's the hardest time for them to keep me in their life. And so I want to make sure that I'm not a nuisance, but I'm somebody that is an asset for them yeah. that they go... I need to talk to Papa about this. We may not feel qualified to dispense wisdom, but in fact, we have wisdom that they need to hear. You know, I, I, think, I think we have a hard time making that transition sometimes. It's hard for me to understand that, that, that I am the age of an older person that has a lot of wisdom. Let's say life share. experience. Yeah, call it what you want. <laughs> I still feel old. I mean, but there's a part of it that I go, we do possess it. And unless we tap into it and start changing the way that we engage and think through what we've learned from life, what we've observed, what we've reflected on, and what we've experienced, and then say, okay, this is what I'd like for my grandkids to learn, it'll never happen. Yeah. We've got to spend some time being very intentional about that. Grandparents shape their grandkids' future in a way nobody else can. Their special, unique relationship with their teen grandchildren can be a transformative part of a family's legacy. And it's important for grandparents to understand why and how they can offer their grandkids what no one else can. Mark Gregston is a grandparent, and he shares the techniques he's learned in grandparenting today's teens, which helps grandparents shift their relationship as their grandchildren move into the teen years. In grandparenting today's teens, Grandparents will learn to listen better and develop new strategies to stay engaged and have a meaningful influence in the life of their teen grandchildren. Visit ParentingTeenResources.org and get your copy of Grandparenting Today's Teens now. Parents need to encourage the teens, but it's especially important for grandparents, too, as well. Well, I, I, grandparents have an amazing way of offering something in a relationship, and at the same time, they have an amazing way of ruining a child. Mm. 
I mean, it's it's amazing. It's the things that I remember of my grandparents are awful. There's nothing. There's nothing healthy about it. There's nothing that's that's uh, that was affirming to me. There was nothing that was loving. I mean, and the comments that would be made, I still remember those. And 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 they didn't live past when I was you know 15, 16 years old. So you have the ability to do that. Take advantage of the time. This is your legacy that you get to leave. You will not be remembered past your grandkids. Hmm. So you have to ask the question, what would they remember you as? Well, golly, my grandpa was a great shuffleboard player. Hmm. My grandpa had the biggest RV I've ever seen. I go, that's not Hmm. what's going to be remembered about you. What will be remembered is is not what you leave in their bank account, but what you deposit in their hearts along the way. And you can do that from a distance now because there's so many different ways to communicate. Uh, you say that grandparents need to give room to for teens to ask questions. They're always trying to figure things out, and they have a lot of questions. Most of the time, what we do is give answers all the time. And I go, I don't. I don't give answers. What I do is ask other questions that stimulate more thought. I want to help cultivate them to come up with their own answers, not just listen to me. But then if they ask me, well, tell me about this. How would you handle this? Pop, I'm stuck. What do I do now? Those are the questions you're looking for so that you can share your life experience. You know, and, I, and I've told my oldest granddaughter, yeah, I, I don't think you would listen to me if I did tell you. So I don't want to waste my breath. And she goes, no, I want to hear it. No, I don't think you do. I don't think you do because you're not going to like it. Well, no, I need to know. I don't think you're going to like it. And, and what I'm doing is, is asking for her to invite me in. Mm-hmm. And there's times that she's been off at college. She'll go, hey, Papa, when I come in town, can you and I get together? Can we spend some time talking? And so I want to create that atmosphere. And if I don't create, create that in such a way that invites them in, then they're never going to step through the door of the opportunity to gain more wisdom. Can I take you back to grandparents telling stories to grandkids, and not medical stories, not, yeah. not everything that's going on with grandpa and grandma? What do they want to hear from Well, you us? know, I, I think they want to hear stories about how we kind of work through situations. You know, when I told my granddaughter that, that you know, my wife and I dated all through high school, that that I went off to college and then I quit after three days. I was swimming at the University of Arkansas and I quit and I went to another school and then I quit and then I went to another school. And then, I mean, the, telling the stories, what was going on through my head, it, it, it almost transcends time. It doesn't matter when it was. It's the fact that it did happen. So now I'm relating to her on a different level because she's struggling at one of the schools that she's at. Mm. And I'm going, sweetheart, it's okay. Let me tell you a story about what we did, mm-hmm. you know, in trying to figure out our lives. And and so I think there's something about those stories. And I'm not talking about sitting down reading a nursery rhyme yeah. or, or that. It's a story of your life. What's but you it? don't sanitize them either. You you tell the, 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 real, I, the real story. Oh, huh? I do. I do. You you know, it's like, I mean, I just lost a dog last week. And, and so here I am with my grandkids and I go, I'm not going to hold back in that. Mm. They know my love for that dog. They, they know my love for life. They know my love for animals and people because I want them to see that in me. It, it is a story that is accentuated by actions that they see. And you can't have one without the other. Yeah. That may be one of those situations where they learn more about what you don't say just by observing you than what you say. You absolutely. Know? And then when you add a story to it, then it becomes different. But if all you are are stories... And you don't have an example to live before them or they don't get to see you, I think the connection is going to be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. 
we need to show them our love. And, of course, that goes without saying. But sometimes we forget that grandparents have that special place. You know, they have a special place to love outside of a mom and dad. I mean, I, I think there's something about a grandparent's love that, that kind of validates what mom and dad are saying. And and so I can move toward a child and help them understand some things. Look, look this is what your mom and dad think. And, and they think this way, and you would be best to follow what they're doing without fighting it because they're not going to change. Well, Papa, what would you do? You know, even if I don't agree with them, I would still do it anyway because the, I can give a perspective that my grandchild doesn't have, and they can't hear from their own parents. And so it's, it's me being a, a present to make sure that I'm affirming whatever the parents are saying. I, and just for the record, I will never say or go against what my kids say to their kids. Mm-hmm. I will go. Very important. It's I'm in total support of them. Yeah. Uh, you touched on this just briefly at the very beginning of our program today, but sometimes it's necessary for grandparents to live a long ways away from their grandkids. Can we still have this kind of influence? Well, I think you can. I, uh, You know, I think health issues become... Uh, pretty relevant in this thing where where you can't travel as much, but it's saying, I'm going to go see my grandkids. Or what you say is, let's meet somewhere. Let's go do something special together and and make sure that that's how they remember you. You know, most of the the funerals I've been to of of grandparents, grandkids get up front and talk, and all they talk about is the preteen years because they don't do anything with their grandkids Mm. after that time because nobody really spends the time to make it happen. And so I go, if you can't have that, you know, closeness of proximity where you are uh, close and you can see each other on a regular basis, then then make sure there's a couple of special occasions throughout the year. But you've got to be intentional. Now, you may rather go play shuffleboard, may rather go do something else. This is where you've got to make the plans to make it happen if you want to have an impact. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful in your life and family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.